I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, August 22nd, and I hope you're having a good day. We are thankful to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, For our regular listeners to the radio, I apologize. We had some issues uh, last night and this morning with the uh, the actual station, 95.9 online radio, I think was good and everything else, but I apologize for that. Uh, But never fear, we've got the expert, Brother Nathan, got it all fixed and taken care of. Um, now, we didn't let him go home last night. He had to work all night long and all morning, and uh, he finally got it done. And I said, well, Brother Nathan, it, we got the winning side, so you still can't. No, no, he didn't stay all night, but I appreciate him getting it fixed. And we're glad to have you listening uh, on the radio. And then those on the radio app, thank you for tuning in. Those on the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. And then those who are watching on Facebook and uh, those watching on YouTube uh, today, thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I'm still rejoicing in the great day we had Sunday. It was such a wonderful day. I'm excited about the service tomorrow night. We're back in our uh, Bible study in the book of Revelation. And I'm looking forward to uh, Revelation 19. We're starting tomorrow night. The teens on target will have their service. Our master clubs are back in session now. Uh, And we have uh, today, as a matter of fact, in a few moments, we've got uh, our new assistant pastor, Brother Daniel McManus, is going to be pulling in. And uh, we're so excited to have him. You'll get to meet him tomorrow night. And I hope you be a blessing to him. Thank you for being such a blessing to David uh, and Jen on uh, Sunday. <clears throat> and by the way, thank you for not just being nice the first uh, day or the first week or the first month. Uh, Brother Nathan, I don't know about you, but people are still nice to me. And uh, that shocks me after almost 10 years. And so thank you for not uh, being nice the first week and then saying, ah, oh, we could care about them. They're just, you know, chop liver, you know, who cares? You're, you're not like that. Our people are the best. And I thank you so much for always being so kind and gracious and uh, for, for being uh, encouraging and uh, refreshing. I think about that verse and, um, oh my, I'll, I'll think of it here in a minute. I think it's Philippians. Uh, but the Bible talks about a man uh, that encouraged the Apostle Paul. And it says that he oft refreshed Paul. And that just means that he was always, just often, every time, he was always an encouragement And you know, that doesn't cost extra money. That doesn't take uh, any extra degrees or any extra education to encourage. It just takes a a person who is yielded to the Holy Spirit of God, a person who just loves the Lord and says, I want to encourage people. Uh, There's enough discouragement out there. There's enough bad news. There's enough... Uh, there, there are enough people out there that'll tear you down, uh, but we need some people of God that'll lift up and encourage uh, not just the pastor, not just the assistant pastors, uh, but that will encourage one another. And uh, I, I also get nervous when people are encouraging to somebody uh, who is in uh, a position of authority 
and then they treat their peers like trash. That's not pleasing to the Lord at all. Um, as a matter of fact, that's, uh, I'd, I'd call that hypocritical, I think would be the best way to say that. So let's be kind to one another. Let's encourage one another. And I'm excited about Brother Daniel McManus uh, being with us, and he is going to be such a blessing. Uh, we're so thankful that he's coming, and the Russes are here. We're so, so grateful for that. We've had a great start to our second week of school at VCA. I know... Um, Halifax Academy, they started on Monday. And then I think the Roanoke Rapids uh, Graded School District, I think they're all starting next Monday. And so keep all of these students and all of these teachers in prayer. Uh, pray for a great, great school year. Let's pray for uh, our church, pray for our school, our missionaries. Let's pray for one another. And uh, let's pray that God would use us and make us, uh, may help us to make a difference in the life of somebody else. We're going to go to a song. Here's a great song by the Manarese family, and I think you'll enjoy this. And then after the song, we'll get into our Bible study in Hebrews 11. Every step I take forward the past tries to follow, reminding me of what I have been. Mistakes and transgressions of those unlearned lessons have come through time and again. I know God can't recall what He's cast in the sea. That's easy for him, but so hard for me. But there'll come a day when I see him in glory. Then I'll only recall Calvary's side of my story. When my sins were forgiven, my salvation was born. Oh, what a moment when I came. want me to spend time with them. But when I stand in His presence and He says, Welcome home, every memory of failure and sin will be
Amen. Aren't you glad for that? Praise God for that wonderful, wonderful song. We're in Hebrews 11, and uh, we started uh, talking about Abel. He's the first one mentioned in the Hall of Faith chapter. And then we've uh, been talking about Enoch these last few days. And uh, the Bible uh, says in Hebrews 11 that he had this testimony that he pleased God. And we find in Genesis 5 that he walked with God. And I want to talk to you today. Yesterday we saw that Enoch had a pleasing reaction. He pleased God. Today I want to talk to you about Enoch and his personal relationship with God. You see, that, that expression, to walk with God, is found throughout the Bible. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of times it talks about walking in his ways and walking in his truth. But we see specifically with Enoch that he walked with God. But then we see about Noah in the very next chapter in Genesis 6. It says, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. That's interesting. What does it mean to walk with God? Well, it says in Micah 6, 8. He hath showed thee, O man, what is good. And what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God? So we see this expression, a walk with God. What does that mean? A walk with God is your time uh, that you spend with God, a one-on-one. -on -one. That's not church. Uh, it's not Sunday school. It's not a, a group Bible study. But your walk with God, some call it a quiet time. Some call it a devotional time, or some people would refer to it as, I'm going to have my devotions. And that's another expression that we use to talk about a walk with God. Uh, but, but a walk with God uh, should be the norm for the Christian. It should not be the exception. However, I'm afraid in many cases, uh, most Christians don't walk with God consistently. Most Christians don't walk with God faithfully like they should. And we see Enoch walked with God and he pleased God and Noah walked with God and obviously Noah pleased God. The Bible says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And Micah 6 tells us that that, that is what God requires. That is what God expects. He, he wants us to walk with him. I think your walk with God would include Bible reading. I think your walk with God would include your prayer time. And we've talked about prayer in the recent weeks and months, but prayer is so much, for, so much more than just, Lord, give me this and Lord, fix this and Lord, answer this. But uh, a prayer ought to be praise and it ought to be worship. It ought to be time spent with God. Uh, I often use this uh, illustration, but uh, if you uh, are married and you have your spouse, well, you say, well, I told my spouse that I loved him when we got married, and if anything changes, I'll let him know. No, no, that's not good. That doesn't work. You need to have a daily 
uh, relationship. You need to have a daily conversations. You need to uh, daily strengthen that relationship by showing your love and by uh, listening uh, and by communicating. And God wants us to listen to Him and God wants us to talk to Him and God wants us to spend time with Him. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You've got to have a time that you get in the word of God so you know what God wants for your life. And the beauty is that the Bible is not like any other book. The Bible is not a textbook. The Bible is not an encyclopedia. The Bible is not even a, uh, a manual, an operator's manual. The Bible is a living book. I quoted the passage Sunday night, Hebrews 4.12. The word of God is quick and powerful. Uh, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Here's what the Bible does. It, it pierces into your heart. It pierces into your life. It, it shows you things about yourself that you didn't know. It shows you things about yourself that need to be fixed. It, it reveals attitudes. It reveals motives. It reveals actions. It reveals uh, things in your life that, that are not right. It also reveals things that are not in your life, but they should be in your life. Uh, that's what the Bible does, and that's why we should spend time with God. We should walk with God. We should have a personal relationship with the Lord. I remember when I was a boy, and uh, I, I would ask my dad questions about uh, devotions or about a walk with God, and, and I'd see my dad uh, have his devotions. I'd see my mom have her devotions, but you know, that wasn't enough for me. I had to have my own relationship with the Lord. I had to have time that I spent with God on a personal basis and a daily basis. I remember this story. My dad told me, I don't know where he heard this story. Uh, I, I don't doubt it. I'm sure it's true. But he said that Lester Roloff uh, was preaching. And Lester Roloff was a, a great preacher of yesteryear. He's a very unique man. Uh, he was a man that um, uh, boy, he certainly uh, preached against a lot of stuff. Well, one of the things he preached against coffee. And so uh, I have my coffee here, but it's off screen just so that uh, I don't want to be a stumbling block to anybody uh, today. And uh, Lester Roloff's with the Lord, so I'm not going to offend him. But Lester Roloff was preaching about Enoch. And this passage where it says that uh, Enoch walked with God and he was not because God took him. And I love this story my dad told. He said, Brother Roloff was preaching and he was talking about Enoch and every day he got up and he walked with God. And every day, every morning he got up and he walked with God and every day he walked with God and he walked with God and walked with God and walked with God so much and his relationship with God was so close that one day as God and uh, Enoch were walking, God said to Enoch, he said, Enoch, we're closer today to my place than we are to yours. Let's just finish the journey. And we told you the other day that, that Enoch never died. He, he was taken straight from this life into heaven. He was taken uh, straight from the temporal into the eternal. And God took him to be home with him. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen with you or me. Uh, and I'm not indicating that that's what we're trying to do. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying this, our walk with God ought to be such a close walk. And our fellowship with God ought to be such a, a close fellowship that every day we just get closer and closer to Him, and every day we fall more and more in love with God. I want to tell you, that is one thing that will help you so much when you walk with God, is that you will find that you love Him so much more, and He loves you, 
and I hope that you love him. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.